0: In case you missed me on The John Batchelor Show, I'm posting it up on the Devin Nunes podcast. Thanks for
1: listening. This is Friends of History Debating Society. I'm John Batchelor with Congressman Devin Nunes, podcaster Devin Nunes, and author Devin Nunes, author of Countdown to Socialism. Devin, you're on your freedom tour, and you're headed back to Congress soon enough. What is mysterious right now is the fate of the trillion-dollar package that the Biden administration – when Congress went into recess, said it was advancing to help the American people recover from the pandemic. Since then, there have been a lot of upsetting turns. One of them, of course, Kabul in Afghanistan. Another, Delta variant. And the president's gone in a new direction, not celebrating the success over the virus, but mandating vaccines. At the same time, the progress continues, I believe, in conversation with the editorial board of the Wall Street Journal, Dan Hanegar. Progress somewhere proceeds with the trillion-dollar package. What do people want to know on your Freedom Tour about that trillions and trillions? What What is there for us to understand about what's going on? Where is it?
0: Well, John, in the, in the big picture, you know, this Freedom Tour is a long march to the 2020, uh, 2022 midterms. Uh, we're visiting districts all over the country and – Starting uh, next week, we'll actually be in Texas, New Mexico, Nebraska, uh, Iowa,
1: and later on in
0: Pennsylvania and uh, Minnesota. So we're covering the ground, looking to uh, energize the base, to help recruit candidates, to help get people to run. And I can say on on that front, uh, we, we we do have a record number of candidates at this time uh, that have filed the run. So the Freedom Tour continues. We broadcast it live on, on Rumble. But – While everyone is sleeping in these dark days of August, and and maybe we were awakened by this disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, uh, but what people are forgetting is this is the biggest boondoggle, the biggest advancement towards socialism in the history of the United States, this so-called $3.5 trillion bill that the Democrats are trying to move that really hides itself as a $5 trillion bill because it starts all sorts of new programs. And just just to kind of explain that a little bit. There are 12 committees in the House of Representatives that have jurisdiction over all the new programs that they're going to start. So this $3.5 trillion has been pushed down to 12 committees. The only reason they have to run it through committees is because that's how the budgeting rules work. So if you remember, they passed uh, by uh, with a 50-50 tie in the Senate, this budget resolution. Uh, the two Democrats who claimed they weren't for it uh, went ahead and voted, voted for it. That set up a process. It was kind of the the kickoff, the uh, the, the start gate. Uh, everything now is it was then passed by the House. Everything's relegated to the House committees for what's called markup. So it's passing the individual pieces of legislation that will ultimately be put together, and brought before the House of Representatives. Well, this is occurring during all of August. So most of the United States around the globe, they believe that the Congress is out of session and nothing's happening. And in fact, we had a a hearing uh, or a, a markup uh, on on Thursday, uh, which at least C-SPAN did carry it. But on Friday, C-SPAN didn't even bother carrying it, John. And these are these are new programs that are going to break Medicare. This is adding all sorts of new programs that you can't imagine to to Medicare to a system that's already going broke. So there's uh, there's no transparency. There's nobody watching. I'm trying to get the message out as best as I can, uh, but. What this really tells you is, is that they have to do this in the dark of night or in the dark days of, of August when no one's paying attention, because if people really knew what was happening, if you think the trillions of dollars we spent over the last few years is bad, just think when you add uh, numerous new entitlements, uh, the green pieces of the Green New Deal, raising taxes across the board on on every, just about anything that, that, that moves and any business that moves, it's really incredible uh, to when you look back why when, when you have an economy that has been powering through a very difficult uh, uh coronavirus with, with covid uh, and all the situation that we've been dealing with the last few years why you have to ask yourself why would they stop and just and just not let the economy continue to go and power through and this is what and why do i say this we have Nearly 11 million jobs, 10.9 as of last week, 10 million jobs available and 8 million people that are on unemployment. Every business in America needs people to work. So why would you be be tinkering with Medicare, with all sorts of new programs, all sorts of new startups, trying to socially engineer uh, how energy is created in this country and around the globe and how we move around the globe? and how corporations are set up, and small businesses are set up, and small farms are set up. Uh, it's every facet of our economy, they're trying to move to a socialist, neo-Marxist, and I'll say that again, a neo-Marxist system. And why do I call it neo-Marxism, John? It's because it's, it's just the strangest thing where you are injecting cults, whether it be a global warming cult, uh, or you know the cult like we see in California, uh, letting homeless people run all around, uh, whether it's the the cult on blaming global warming for all the forest fires, uh, they're they're a patchwork of cults that they're put piecing together uh, in order to piece together votes to pass these uh, monstro- this monstrosity of a of a package, and it's so much different than what you see uh, the chi Coms doing or Putin or other dictators do. That's why I call it neo marxism because it's something that's never been tried before they're basically taking half-baked harebrained ideas that have proven over and over again not to work and they're they're trying to push them on the american people they're taking all the things that haven't worked in california and they're trying to make it go national and it's just quite frightening and and unexplainable at this
1: point california the recall within hours the recall vote uh the polling that we read about in los angeles uh, times for example says that gavin newsom is going to be retained as governor what have you learned about gavin newsom about the california democratic party about the way recall works in these last weeks of uh of the what i take as overwhelming advertising on your television and radio well john
0: it's obviously uh, very close to call because you don't see a lot of polling and as a matter of fact a lot of the polling has gone gone dark and I think that's largely because they don't know who's going to show up. Now, they're feeling pretty cocky because they mail ballots out to everyone. And so far, the Democrats are leading the Republicans. Now, uh, because of all the voter fraud that's, uh, that's been around the last couple of years, Republicans are reluctant to mail those ballots in. So it really is going to come down to uh, who's going to show up at the end. I think you're going to see a, a real slug of Republican ballot ballots come in at the end And then you're going to get to who really wants to go vote to retain Newsom. Uh, And the Democrats must be worried because they've sent in Kamala Harris, Biden, and now you can't turn on the television here in California without seeing Barack Obama. Barack Obama is everywhere, so he must be the last uh, solid guy who can push out uh, people to vote. And, of course, it's the same old garbage back to Obama, you you know, calling uh, Republicans, you know, anti-vax and anti-science, and you better go save Newsom. So, my guess is that you know they're they're probably dropping uh, you know 200 to 250 million when you take all the dark money. Uh, Republicans might have you take Larry Elder, uh, you know, maybe 15 to 20 million in total. So we're going to get outspent 20, 30 to one. Uh, but look, it's close. And I would say this: if it wasn't for the recall. Uh, we'd still have uh, everything would be in full lockdown mode with not one mask, not two masks, but uh, probably seven masks. And meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi would be getting her hair cut with no mask, and Newsom would be partying it up uh, at the French Laundry, and Nancy would be having her, her ice creams when everybody else is suffering. Uh, but I can say for one thing that what the recall has created, uh, it has shown, I think, a lot of people. It's opening people's eyes. Uh, to how socialism's gone, gone nuts here in California, uh, because people are, you know, every because we have to win one soul at a time, one mind at a time. You have to get the message out, because there's no media here in California. The social media companies uh, engineer and censor everything, so it's really just the big four by eight signs and yard signs that you see all over California. People getting out to the street. And you just hope, you know, that we'll educate enough people to eventually turn this state around. If we can, if we can do it before everybody leaves to Florida and Texas and Idaho and everywhere
1: else. I'm told, Devin, that the television and the radio is wall to wall for Gavin Newsom. Is that correct everywhere?
0: Uh, absolutely. That's what I meant by Barack Obama. It's not just that it's Gavin Newsom. It's specifically Barack Obama. I see. So he must be the only one that motivates people to get out and vote. Matter of fact, you. Uh, the, the, the Biden and Harris, you, you don't hardly hear about. She made an appearance, but it was not covered by the media. Um, so my guess is is that they're they're still nervous. they still got to get their, their people out to vote. And they just, right now, they're counting their blessings that Republicans have not turned in their ballots. Uh, but I find that hard to believe that Republicans won't turn in their ballots. I think they just don't trust throwing them in the uh, U.S. Post Office into the mail.
1: Finally, the president made an announcement. At the end of last week, mandating companies, private enterprises, uh, about the vaccine, and it comes in many forms. But I believe they're using OSHA, the Occupation and Safety Administration, to uh, to press companies to either either to vaccinate their employees or to fire their employees. Is that is that how it's being interpreted in California? You're fired well, if you if you're not vaccinated.
0: Well, number one, you can bet that uh, the Democrats here will probably, whatever Biden does, they'll probably double or, or, or triple it. Uh, but, you know, the fact of the matter still remains that the, the vaccines are largely unproven. And, you know, I have no issue. I'm fully supportive. I think if you have under underlying conditions, you should get vaccinated. Uh, but I think a lot of people are questioning now, wait a second, this Delta virus seems to be breaking through. Uh, we have a lot of people that are in the hospitals here. Uh, it's very, very serious. A lot of people that I know uh, have, have died. Uh, and I think people are, are saying to themselves, well, wait a second. You're pushing face masks that don't seem to be working, closures that didn't work that you guys don't even follow, vaccines that, that aren't working. So so what gives? And then we see, you know, what the key really has been the whole time that, that we can't get our – I talk about it. You see uh, the state of Florida and Republican governors talking about it. But it's not so much the importance around a mask or vac- vaccinating as much as it is getting treated early. There's so many things that you can take within the first 24 hours of, of coming down with COVID as somebody who lived through COVID. Uh, there's simple things that uh, that you can get prescriptions for uh, immediately. You don't have to even wait for a test, but there's things like steroids that, that tend to help, breathing treatments that tend to help, uh, uh, anti um you take like z-packs antibacterial that, that seem to help and a lot of the doctors that i talk to seem to think that early treatment quick with long proven drugs are proving to be uh lifesavers it's the people that uh, wait around they wait for a test they don't go outside they don't take care of themselves they worry uh, and then pretty soon you're on day three or four or five or six or seven and you're sick with pneumonia and that's when you're in a lot of trouble because your body doesn't get enough oxygen. So, uh, you know, look, I'm just talking about what I see on the ground, doctors that I'm talking to and what uh, people see Biden and company doing. It seems more about keeping their thumb on people, forcing, you know, running around, forcing vaccines, running around, forcing uh, that's not constitutional, forcing uh, the face masks when, you know, Republicans, most Republicans around the country know that, Barack Obama, who's, you know, running around about anti-vax on our television set, we know that he had a, a super spreader birthday party uh, where, you know, people didn't wear masks. So, you know, what gives? And I think the more people that find that out, the more people get ticked off and say, look, we're tired of this garbage. And instead, you know, you know Republicans are trying to do things like, hey, get to your doctor quickly. You come down with a fever, you got a cough, get to the doctor, Don't uh, run around and and, and listen to, you know, throw on a face mask and and go get a vaccine. Uh, You need to go get yourself treated, and it'll save your life.
1: Devin Nunes, podcaster Devin Nunes at Apple Podcasts. Author Devin Nunes, author of Countdown to Socialism, and it sounds like the countdown is going to zero in California. And Congressman Devin Nunes, 20 years later from the attack on the United States to today, the uncertainty of the immediate future in Congress. This is Friends of History Debating Society. I'm John Batchelor.
2: Hey, this looks cool workouts while you work in free trial sure i'll click here my birthday for a matching playlist
1: that's fun it's easy to be unsafe online
2: my mother's made a name for a water bottle
1: sweet now it's easy to help protect yourself norton 360 with lifelock gives you device security a vpn for online privacy and identity theft protection all in one opt in to cyber safety save 25 percent or more off your first year at norton.com news
2: the Capital Grid Project is underway. We're building 10 miles of underground transmission cable through Maryland and DC to create a stronger, more reliable and resilient energy grid. In the Mount Vernon area, we're building a new substation to better deliver energy to the rapidly growing neighborhoods of Shaw, Noma, Northwest One and other surrounding areas. We've designed this new substation with the Mount Vernon community in mind. That's why we're installing lighting fixtures on the outside of the building to enhance pedestrian safety. We've also created a space to showcase community artwork on the substation itself. We want to make sure this new Mount Vernon substation benefits the community for years to come. And during its construction, our highest priority is your safety and the safety of your community, our employees, and the environment. To learn more, visit Pepco.com slash Capital Grid.